Your career, your life, your money, your business, your life full-time. It's now time for the Paul Sandu Show with your host, Paul Sandu. Coming to you live from Washington, D.C., welcome to the Paul Sandu Show, where we don't just have a think tank that we do this every day, day in and day out. We practice on how to really get, not only get hired, but also how to continue to get coached. I'd like to welcome you to the show and welcome you back to our show as well. My name is Paul Sandu, and of course, we have Letitia Robertson with us today. Hello, faithful listeners. So today we have a very good podcast, and I'm very lucky because Letitia decided to write this one up for us today. (laughs) And I thought it was a good topic because actually it's one that we really have not really touched on. And, you know, in our, in, in the area that we do in coaching, um, especially when it comes to career coaching, there's so many different areas to talk about. But I think this one that we're going to be talking about today is going to be uh, really good. Today, we're going to be talking about navigating your, uh, basically navigating career transitions and how to switch industries or your roles. And to be quite honest with you, um, in the last two weeks myself, um, we've gotten a lot of calls about this, and we've got a lot of people asking uh, about how am I going to be able to make this transition. During the COVID time, um, we had a lot of people, you know, took positions um, that they really didn't want. And now, at this point, you're finding people going back to their position that they really wanted because that opportunity has now become available now. And as you may, may or may not become aware of... Um, Currently, we have 7 million individuals that are not working. And I thought, that'd be also a good topic to talk about. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I, today, I still wonder why 7 million of you are still not working. And I can't fathom as to why that is. But I had to get this off my chest because... My old dear friend Dave Ramsey and Ken Coleman over there at the Dave Ramsey Show um, had brought this up the other day, and, you know, it was a valid question. Right now, we have one and a half jobs for each one of you out there that are currently not working, and the job market is holding steady. And so, you know, if you thought about maybe going back or just jumping into different roles, this would be a good way to do it, but I really ask you and ask yourself to really rethink about maybe how you can get back into the workforce and get going again. I want to remind you that right now where we stand, um, at some point, you're going to have to retire. <laughs> and and so the, looking at the long term, you, you are certainly not helping your 401k either staying at home or your pension staying at home if you had got one. Um, you know, and you need to be able to think about how you're going to transition. So today we'll be talking about really nine tips on how to consider that transition to a different role. So Letitia, why don't you take us and get started? So the first one is to do a tip is to do a self-assessment and research because honestly, you really need to, if you're going to switch roles or industries, 
you really need to do an assessment of yourself to find out if you can actually do that particular role or industry. Um, so you need really need to take the time to research the industry or the role that you're seeking and ensure that you have those skills that can uh, be taken advantage of in that particular role or industry. Um, a lot of people are thinking maybe I don't, you know, I, I have, don't have those skills. But the thing is, is that you never know. I mean, there could be day-to-day -day things that you do in life that could tr contribute to that particular role. Absolutely. And so I think it's really important because, you you know, if you conduct an assessment, you're going to have, you're going to really see where you are. Um, and, and a researcher is going to uh, help you. So let's talk mm -hmm. about the second topic. Um, identifying, you know, transferable skills, man, have I seen, matter of fact, in a coaching session today with one of our clients, we were just talking about this. Um, for instance, they were actually, uh, currently in a role where they were doing accounting, but they also managed the accounting team as well. And then they've been a vice president as well. Um, so with that being said, they can literally take those skills of being a vice president in that role. They dealt with accounting. They managed people. They can literally go in and take their next role in being a vice president of administration and accounting and oversee a controller at the same time and get a huge pay bump by doing that sometimes, depending on where you are and where you are in the country. But it also opens a lot of doors to the next level of becoming basically the president of the next company, essentially, because you're managing the administration, you're managing people. So what I'm trying to say to you is you can take those skills and put them in different places in different areas. Um, same thing with um, other skilled workers. Um, you know, for instance, a lot of people, for instance, um, went into construction, for instance. We, we saw a huge boom uh, during COVID. Um, they took those skills and they, they figured, hey, I could swing a hammer. So... You know, and then, and then they just continued that. Um, the next thing you know, they went in, you know, went and did other things. And they decided, no, nah, I'm not going to go back to that same job. So it's really, you know, taking those skills and, and seeing how you can utilize them. And you should never feel like you're stuck. I think you should always consider, and this is something that's really important that we always discuss, is you want to continue pursuing your purpose and what you really enjoy doing day in and day out. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the next one. So our next one is a very good tip, networking and building relationships. I think people really don't realize how good it, uh, of a tip it is to go to these networking events and meet people. Um, you always hear, you know, it's not always what you know, but who you know, because sometimes who you know can get you into the door and then a person can actually see your, that company can actually see your skills. Um, but going to those different conferences and seminars and webinars and networking with people and meeting them and them actually getting to know you, the person, as opposed to just sending your resume and then looking at your paper. They don't, you know, some people are like visual. They like to meet the person and get an idea of the true person who may be working for their company. Absolutely. Honestly, I, I have 
I mean, myself, you know, uh, way back in my way younger days, I remember I landed a job just because I stayed in touch with a recruiter. I continued to network with them and, and I applied for this position and, and got in. I had shared this on another podcast and it worked. You know, you got to continue building relationships, um, whether it's online, offline, in person. There's there's meetups, you know, um, here in Washington. Uh, we've got meetups, you know, like crazy. It's it's like your hair is on fire. We had so many meetups. I remember back in my old, I should say my older and younger days, uh, that you go meet people and it was just nuts. I mean, the rooms were packed, like at the bars that we, that they chose. And we had, we used to have 200 people um, in there with no problem. There would be recruiters there um, looking to fill positions. So, you know, it, it's changed a lot. So definitely take advantage of that. Um, so let's talk about the next topic, you know, acquiring additional skills and knowledge. You know, what I would say about that is, you know, uh, for this next topic, number four, is you got to continue acquiring skills. You cannot stop learning and and gaining knowledge. Um, it, it's something that, that's really, really important. Um, and the reason why I say that is, uh, you know, myself, um, at this point, I continue to learn every day, learn about stuff. Um, don't stop learning. Um, oh, yeah, because things are always changing. Yeah, I mean, and I'll give you a perfect example. Um, I don't know if I did share this or not share this, but currently I'm working on my pilot's license, and I've been consistently learning the last two years, you know, with that. Um, you know, and you have to... There's different things when you're learning to fly a plane all, every day, every time. Um, and it's the same thing as think about your your job hunting and, and, and those things are learning about what you want to do next and looking at the job requirements out there, what they're looking for, and staying up to date for your positions that you want to continue applying for or going to those different companies. So what my point is, never stop learning, ever. Yeah. So let's talk about the next one. The next topic is tailor your application materials, meaning your resume, your cover letter. You should tailor it to the industry or the role that you're seeking because that there's a lot of times recruiters are looking at, they're looking at thousands of resumes. So it's like, I need something that's going to pop and stand out and that's easy for them to know, okay, I can do this job. This person can do this job and they're able to, because they, they've done, you know, they've crafted their resume and their, their cover letter to that particular role. And it highlights all those relevant experiences and skills and things to that job. So that helps them a great deal. Yeah. And I think it's really important, you know, um, not all the time that everybody reads cover letters, but I think it's, it's good to sort of tailor them. You want to kind of have, you know, tell your story, you know, in a sense, but you want to make it short and concise in there that, you know, what you've done, how, you know, and uh, things that you, it's sort of like a book. You have the beginning, middle, and the end. And I think that's going to be really important to be able to, to show that and talk about mm -hmm. that in your application. Um, so the other thing that, that I've found, and, and especially in, you know, the things I've done in my career, um, is seeking mentorship. 
Um, and a lot of people tend to tend to forget that. Matter of fact, I have a couple of friends of mine that were uh, mentors. One of them happens to be Dave. Um, and then, you know, a few others that are out there that run Fortune 500 companies. And, you know, I could always go out there, and if I have a question, I can always go out there and ask that question, you know. It's always good to have a mentor, especially in your career. Um, and you should be looking for one. There's, there's matter of fact, there's even websites out there for mentorship. Uh, people that are looking to mentor people. Um, you'll be surprised. There may be somebody out there for you. Um, there may be somebody inside, maybe a company that you're working in currently or whatever. Um, but it's always, it's always a good idea. The thing is, is that make sure in terms of guidance, don't go to your friends and family. <laughs> I had to say that, but it's so true because the best way I could say this is the, what you're getting for the value is what you're getting back in terms of guidance. My point is you're getting, you're paying zero for it and it's probably worth zero. Um, you know, in terms of that. And I know they mean well, but it's really good to have that external person out there to be able to help guide you in terms of that. All right, let's talk about ne the top, next topic, seven. So the next one is gain practical experience, meaning consider internships and freelance projects or even part-time roles in the particular um, industry that you plan to transition to. Because even if you can't find the job, you know, you can offer freelance projects and, and, and or even work part-time just so you can gain the experience and you look, it gives you more marketable skills that, that will be relevant to the job. Also, you can gain great industry contacts and references from doing those things. Yeah, I think um, you're absolutely right. I think it's going to be really important uh, to do that. I think especially for the, especially for college hires that are coming out of college or even mm -hmm. pre-college, um, it's, it's always good to be able to, um, maybe you're going to think about doing an internship, you know, somewhere on um, there's tons of internship sites. What I tell people is if you're going to do that, don't, don't wait like to la like the last moment in terms of that. I think it's going to be really important to, uh, make sure that you are ready. But, um, but yeah, I think volunteering is also a great way. Then companies sometimes will also, they'll take you on. I know a couple of companies in the area, matter of fact, that will, they'll bring you in as an internship and eventually they'll hire you. It's kind of like the thing, you know? Mm -hmm. um, matter of fact, my wife started that way. Uh, she was, she was supposed to be a contractor and then she ended up, um, being there and she ended up being there for the last almost 16 years now she's been there so yeah that's the way it works <clears throat> all right so uh let's talk about the next thing which is topic eight you have to be adaptable and we kind of talked about this a little bit but you have to be adaptable and open to learning um companies these days want you to be coachable and open to learn if you're not coachable and open open to learn um, they're going to see that in the interview. They're going to see that when they have a conversation with you. Um, in the interviews, it's quite interesting. Um, 
as an HR person, I, I've asked these questions many times is, you know, what are some things that you are open to learning and maybe some things that you need to work on? Um, and um, what happens if XYZ situation happens? Can you give us the example? How are you going to adapt to that situation? Um, we've seen that a lot of different things. So you have to be able to do that. Um, and, and companies are really looking for that, especially now these days. All right, well, let's talk about our last topic. So the last topic, which is a really good topic, is to stay persistent and resilient. Don't just apply for one or two jobs and get rejected and then say, okay, I'm done. That's not a good way. You have to stay persistent and stay on top of it and stay focused because it's not very easy to transition from one job to another. And, and especially in different industries, if there's an industry that you're, you weren't or a role that you weren't, you know, in before, you definitely have to stay persistent because, you know, a person, a recruiter may be looking at the resume and they're like, hmm, well, they haven't done this before, but, you know, she keeps calling. So maybe this may be a good way for me to get her in here. And as we said before, you know, Paul mentioned about a person coming in as an intern or a contractor. That's a good way. But you have to stay on top of it and be persistent. Yeah, I think I think that's the biggest thing is that uh, follow-up is key. We, we were talking about that earlier on this evening with one of our clients. And um, you gotta you gotta stay on top absolutely stay on top of it. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say just give up. Um, you know our worst case scenarios were uh, you know if you might remember our 2008 crisis hopefully we'll never see one of those again um, but when people were looking for work but people started to find out real quick unless you started to follow up with people you're pretty much dead in the tank. you're not going to be mm -hmm. able to win a job anytime soon in, in terms of that. So that's going to be a really important in terms of that. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I think, um, you know, all these different things are, are really important, uh, you know, to make sure that um, you continue to follow up on all these things. Hopefully these nine things that we shared with you today is, is really important. What I would say to you is if if you liked what you heard on our podcast today, please do share it and like and, and subscribe. And also, um, please also continue to uh, listen to our podcast because you'll get a lot of information from us. We'll be bringing you a lot more uh, important topics as well. And if you are interested in becoming a caller on our show and just a, a lot of you guys would like to ask questions, don't be afraid. We'd love to have you on the show. Feel free to give us a call at 202-545-7577. Uh, 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 press option number four to get Letitia and she'll get you scheduled. Or you can send an email to info at uh, paulsandhuindustries.com and we'll definitely get you scheduled um, out and to be able to make that happen. We appreciate you listening to our podcast uh, for today. Hope you have a great drive home or wherever you're at and we'll look forward to seeing you on the next podcast have a great rest of the day folks thank you for listening to the paul sandu show whether you have questions on our services looking for advice or something else we're here to help find us on apple podcasts 
Facebook, YouTube, or LinkedIn. Or contact us today at info at paulsanduindustries.com. Or call us at 202-545-7577.